0: Hi, guys, it's me, Violet, and today we're going to talk about um, how to get started planning your Disney wedding. Um, some of the things that I first started when we were planning our Disney wedding um, was first to actually go to Disney's webpage, which would be Disney Tale Weddings and Honeymoons.com. And I looked at everything on that webpage. Um, and so the, here's the information is a little bit different, uh, even like a year ago, <laughs> um, a year ago they had packages, but the new thing now is basically kind of like this a la carte menu for everything, for your venues, your cake. So everyone can have it as little or as how high they want to go according to their budget. Um, We tried to look into some Facebook groups, uh, but we really weren't into that. And then we found a website called Disney Travel Babble, and I love that website. But the one thing that I kept recirculating back to for more information for budgeting and for planning my Disney wedding is this wonderful lady named um, Carrie Hayward. Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E. H-A-Y-W-O-R-D. And she is just the plethora of knowledge um, for Disney weddings, in my opinion. I'm not sponsored by her, but I'm going to give her this plug because all of her stuff and information really helped me out a lot more than um, any other of the stuff. She runs Fairy Tale Wedding Guide. She also has a podcast, which she would also interview uh, past brides that had gone through Disney or past grooms um, and how their wedding went, how much was the budget, any hiccups or concerns. And how to go work around it and any tips that you would have for future ones. Um, And then I would just listen to that religiously. Every new episode that would come out and even past episodes to see how things were going, um, how things were looking, what should we do and what we should not do. And she also is a partner with uh, the Passporter book series. So she gives them out some good knowledge too. We also tried um, to look at YouTube. There was a wonderful lady that um, at first I tr- I really did trust her, but now her information is invalid because Disney just changed everything. Um, but we went to her, and she was phenomenal. She gave the experience from A to Z on YouTube, so it was very nice to go and listen to that. I'm pretty sure there's probably some lovely brides and grooms right now That are talking about their new experiences about planning a Disney wedding, on there, Uh, just to get things aired out. Weddings are can be as cheap as you want or as expensive as you want. So you really want to budget that. So the average cost of wedding in two thousand nineteen was three thousand three hundred and nine hundred dollars, and that came from the knot. 2019 real wedding study and that's very shocking so keep that number in your mind so an average wedding this is an average wedding is a car (laughs) An average wedding in the United States is basically a car a house payment or a loan payment (laughs) of any sort uh they're not cheap but you can make them as cheap it just really depends on your budget right And that, another thing that was very interesting upon my research for this video was that your cost of your wedding depends on your state. And that came from valuepenguin.com. And, of course, it was, like, New York City and Hawaii uh, were, like, the most expensive one. And then there was a couple other states that had, that were, like, super cheap. So it was really interesting to know that I even, that was a tidbit. Um from the same site they're also saying that the most expensive thing that you're going to plan for was your venue, ring, band, photos, your florist and decor. But the things that people were not spending most on were favors, your officiant, your invitations and your cake. <laughs> uh but I don't know any more about favors. I feel like that's kind of slowly, like, going away. Um, A couple of my friends and I have seen, and what we did, too, was a lot of us, the new generation, is quite established already uh, with your home stuff. So there's no point of asking for, you know, glass, glassware, silverware, or toasters, or any of that stuff. So a lot of people in my generation now are just asking for um, give a donation for the honeymoon uh, of any sort. Um, so I had someone just add a donation for money. And then what we did for it is we didn't want any stuff. I feel like we were established. We didn't really need any more stuff, period. So um, for our favors list, we just asked, uh, we went through a third-party site and I asked people to help pay for stuff on our honeymoon. And we would say thank you. I know that sounds pretty, like, gnarly. But I'd rather pay for an experience than a trinket, <clears throat> in my own opinion. And then the knot also reported that, uh, just kind of jumping around a little bit, um, that the average wedding in 2020 was, like, 19000 But then it's starting to go back up. So they, as of right now, it was like $22,500. Uh, so the weddings are so, used to be cheap, and then now that everything is slowly and we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, uh, things and the prices are starting to creep up back. So The Knot also came out with the average cost um, with vendors for your wedding, so they had it where your venue was going to be about $10,500. Photos is going to be $2,400. A florist is $2,000. Your cake is 500 Catering average, based off of their study, was $70 per person for a plate. And this blew me out of my mind that the ring's average cost people were spending was about $5,900. Invitations were $590, and I can get that because stationery, good stationery is really expensive. Your dress was $1,600. You were spending less on your dress <laughs> than the ring, but I get it. You know, you only wear it once, and then the ring is there forever. I seem less a little excessive, in my opinion. Your DJ was $1,200. And the kicker of it to me was your hair and makeup were about $100 each. Um, So that's a technical breakdown from the knot of how much things are going to be worth. Um, From my experience planning a wedding in 2020 in January, for Disney is probably way, way, way different and it is way different. Um, the one thing that we'll talk about is that Disney used to have a package system. And there was three packages. It was Memories, Escape, and Wish were the three packages. And the Memories Collection had it, which was like, I think, up to 10 people. It was either 10 or 5 people. And then, Escape had up to 20 people only. And then, The Wish was just kind of like what it is now. It's like the sky's the limit. You can choose whatever you want to do. Um, and I feel bad because I feel like we got a lot more value out of our wedding than what's offered right now. But it's probably maybe even cheaper. I haven't run the math. But in the old package, you paid, you just paid for the venue and then you had your cake was provided by Disney. Your flowers were provided um, for the bride and groom and then you had to pay extra for everyone else that was in your party. And the music accompaniment so even at the church that was free and um at your they used to have it your after party your like mini reception uh your it'd be called the cake and wine celebration or cake and juice you could have cho- have chosen you had a free musician that would come and we had a violinist um and that was all included in our package now Disney has it where it's all a la carte, so you have way more options now for whatever your budget is. And I feel like there's, compared to <laughs> location-wise for your venue, Disney has really opened it up. Uh, for the Escape Collection, which we were in, there was about four or five venue uh, places that you could pick from, and that was it. Now you can pick um, Luau Beach, which is in front of the Polynesian. You can literally get married at each one of the pavilions if you wanted to. You could be at Canada. You could be at Germany. Uh, You can even have your wedding at... I've seen some places that had even asked for Haunted Mansion. Um, But the Hollywood Tower of Terror. You can... Even get married right there. <laughs> so the options are way, 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 way much more. But it did feel like the old package. Um, we got a lot. The one thing now that I see is different is before there was no reception dinner. That was early 2000s. Um, no reception was included. This time around you can go and it looks like you can add a reception. It's like brunch, lunch, and dinner option. You can add that on top of it as catering. Um, What we had to pay for out of my own pocket that was not included in the Disney package uh, was hair and makeup. I had to pay out of pocket for that. And the lovely company that I went through was just phenomenal. They made me look pretty. Um, the hotel rooms were not included, so you had to buy them. Once you had once you had secured your date, they had a clause in there where you have to have a hotel room at least the day before your wedding. Um, And to me, that made sense. You know, if your flight got canceled or something weird came on, they don't want you, like, arriving there and then going right into the wedding. They want to make sure that you're actually there. Uh, Flights, we had to pay for. Um, I talked about this a little bit earlier. We had to pay for our own reception. And you're probably confused. Like, well, you had that cake and wine celebration. Uh, That was included. But we felt like to make it worth our while for people, we wanted to provide them with a dinner because it was like in that weird in-between time. Uh, We had an add-on. We added a dessert party at Epcot. And we had to pay for the venue, which included that package with a couple of those stuff that we had. We had to pay for our own officiant. And we also paid extra for Disney photography. The things that we did not pay for... Uh, that was, that was included was the wedding planner and that looks like that is still part of the package or not the package, excuse me. Still part of the new planning process is that you still get a wedding planner slash coordinator, um, included in this whole experience. The old way was we didn't have to pay for our cake or wine, music, um, transportation so when they picked up us from our resort to the venue for the wedding and they also dropped us off um at our um, reception i didn't have to pay for that that was already included in my package i didn't have to pay uh any of the music so disney provided that and the violinist that's what they provided with our venue and at the time they had it where you had pictures, some pictures were included. So when the venue started, all the way up to your cake and wine celebration at the end, photography was included. We had to add photography. I wanted first looks. Um, And the photographer praised us for having first look because he was like, your hair and makeup is the freshest and in the, like, but this time goes by that starts to deteriorate. So we paid for first looks. And then I also had him come to our dessert party and take photos of us and our guests. Uh, is You're probably actually wondering after I'll talk at what venue did you choose? Um, the venue that we chose was the Wedding Pavilion at the Grand Floridian which was nice because it was air-conditioned inside. I didn't have to worry about weather, if it was going to rain or not, or rain cancellation. Um, I knew that it was going to be there 100%. The only one I had to worry about for rain cancellation was the dessert party at Epcot. So was Disney worth it? Was their Disney wedding worth it? Yes. Uh, In my opinion and my partner's opinion, It was the best thing we've ever done. The whole experience, the whole thing. Like, I know it's, like, cliche to say it was magical. But there really is no way to say it was not magical. I felt, like, not... I was more worried about being married than all of the other components around it. The... The venue was gorgeous. The cake was delicious. You can't go wrong with Disney food. Uh, People were transported. I didn't have to worry about, you know, like, are they going to make it from one point to A and park their car? Disney provided the transportation for them. We got wonderful photography. I mean, The guy that we had was just amazing. (laughs) We we spent a lot on photography and it was totally worth it. I have legit pictures that are the best quality of pictures I've had in my entire life. And I have like body image issues. And these are the things that I still constantly look at and go, I'm actually beautiful in. like Phenomenal just phenomenal people, they're professional, they work well with kids, you have any problem, they're right there to work with it. Is it semi-expensive? Yeah, but I would say that we were under budget of the national average, the national average, and almost To what people were paying in 2019 for an average wedding. In between there. Was it semi-expensive? Yeah. But uh, we didn't get married right away. There were some budget things that we did to prepare for this wedding. And that was, we waited several years. We were engaged for a little length of time. But during that time, my partner and I were stashing money away so that we could pay for this event and we both said that if we're gonna do this once we might as well do this good from the start and not ever be like ah regret anything with that so we've been we had been excuse me saving money for a couple of years we would put it away put it away put it away so that was um one way we did it we didn't get married right away um because we knew it was going to be a little bit more expensive. Uh, the another thing was to cut some money. Was um, my my wedding dress was bought online. I bought it um, through an online clothing source, not being sponsored. Mod's clothing, and I bought a wedding dress from there. So that was less than 300 i can't remember i think it was even less than 200 for a wedding dress um, and then we had it um, fixed up so that it would fit me much better i didn't pay thousands of dollars i was like why i'm gonna only wear it once why do i need to spend thousands of dollars another thing that we used to cut money was i told my partner I do not need a wedding ring. The engagement you ring you gave me was beautiful. And I am content. I do not need another ring. I don't understand why you need two of them. <laughs> so we we did that. Another thing was is that we wanted our guests during the wedding. So the maid of honor, the... You know, best man, mom and dads and moms and stuff like that would have flowers. But we didn't want to pay through Disney. So we bought artificial flowers and we put them together so that everyone had flowers for that. Another thing that I learned was definitely listening to Carrie's Hayward's podcast on fairy tale weddings phenomenal there was lots of people that had really good information so yeah we paid a little bit more for photography but it was worth it because a lot of other people said they wish they would have done that as well and got a fresher look on their makeup another thing was location wise so like one of our uh tricks that we had learned was We could have our reception at one of the Epcot resorts. And then after that, we would just walk to the international gate. So everyone got delivered to the venue. And then we had our little cake. And then we had dessert before our meal, ironically. And then after that, people got in the transportation And went to the Yachtsman restaurant. And then from there, we walked to the International Gate. And then we had our dessert party. And then from there, when everything was done, everyone got to go back to their buses to their resort. So no one needed any cars of any sort um, if they were on Disney property. They could have just left it as is. But that's how we planned our wedding, basically. I did all that research. We did a budget, and we raised that much money up to get that. Definitely check out Carrie. She knows what she's talking about, and she has all the information and all the digital information. Um, I'm just the crazy person that made a budget sheet for everything. <laughs> <laughs> sad story in fact is i wrote actually what was actual that was reported on all of these and that's how we budgeted up and then i would type in what was the actual result and it came pretty close to what it was um definitely do your research and understand that they're a business too and they need to make money uh and they want to please you as much as you can, and to do that, uh, definitely check out their website. They're, you're going to have to. Another random tidbit that just came across my mind and remembered is basically you have to schedule your wedding, in a year in advance at Disney. That's how many weddings they go through, so you call up like a year in advance to like the month. Of when you want your wedding, you tell them um, when you first call them, they just kind of like jot down some information and you call them and you say, Hey, I want this date and I want this venue. And then they would, you know, okay. And then there was a grace period if no one else had called in at that same time or the same place. I see that they have now a new lottery system that they're doing, if that ever happens. Um, To you guys, luckily, no one wanted to get married at our time in our time slot and compete with us. Uh, (laughs) And the only way you could get competed, excuse me, was if at this time in 2019 when we were planning, you could have been bumped out of that time if someone had a higher tier, came in there so I guess that's where the lottery system comes in now um and then they jot down and then a couple months they all do this and then they'll keep sending you records of different things to do like they'll send you a contract you have to sign they'll send you an estimate of budget um you talk with your planner maybe like once or twice they don't really hold your hand it's kind of like up to you um and they send you a brochure of what you can get what you want you circle it uh what is your music who's your officiant and there's rules with all that too um if you don't when it was 2019 planning for this they had if you didn't want to go through disney they had a certain list of people that you could book for florists and music and your cake and your officiant if you didn't do that then they counted as a guest so you had to play that monkey around with your numbers and you had to see if they were approved or not. Just to go through all that hoopla, we just decided to go through Disney. So I didn't have to worry about that. Um, the other thing is, is that the wonderful thing about Florida is that you can hire different companies to do your wedding registry to get your, oh my God, marriage certificate certificate online just double check who you are check out carrie and check out disney gives you a list of people that you can do this with the company that we went through i paid for it um we just had to do a couple signings here and there i sent that information and then they did all that stuff then they sent it to my wedding planner the wedding planner picked it up and then sent it to my pastor and then the pastor did all the the wonderful stuff to do all that jazz and then after that, you sign another contract saying this is how you really want your wedding. And then after that, there's nothing. You can still contact them. And then they have also read your terms and conditions if you have to cancel for any reason at all. Um, because if the less time you give them to cancel your wedding, the more money you're going to have to pay, pay them. Trying to think of what else is going on, if I remember that. The problem is, is that my information... I got married in 2020, and it's 2021, and it's like a game changer. And I don't know in between when they started changing everything. And I want to give you guys the right information. So just to really boil it down, the two people that you really need to trust for your information is the Disney website for sure. Budget as much as you can. Go off of Carrie Hayward's information. Use that information to calculate what you really want and how much you want. And then save. And then I did 10% extra. So I saved 10% extra as a buffer. Because you could be like me and plan everything and then totally forget that you have to tip people and you didn't account that for your budget, <laughs> so I always did whatever I calculated. That's how much it came off. I gave myself a ten percent buffer for a leeway of left or right. You know, maybe things got cheaper. Maybe things got more expensive. Oh, oops! You know, something happened along. Did that, um, and definitely inform yourself. Definitely, definitely inform yourself of what you can and what you can't do. Um, it'll make life so much easier that you actually know what's going on and you're not going to get the wall pulled over your eyes Um, and that you get everything for what you pay for and there's no misunderstandings between you and Disney whatsoever because you are paying and you're going to pay a large amount and you want that money to go, if you're like me, you want that money to stretch and go as far as you can um. Just make sure that you get everything. Everything is okay. Double check. Double check your references. Um, uh, and to boil it all down again, was it magical? Was it totally worth it? And the answer is, in the long short run of everything, out of all this conversation, totally worth it. Totally worth your money. Totally worth your time. Totally worth the ups and downs of wedding planning to your heart's content. Was Disney worth it? Hey guys, I think I flubbed up one of those numbers. The average wedding cost in 2019 was $33,900. Alright, I hope that helps. Alright, bye.